Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast, minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favourite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer and joining me this week, as always, is Jeremy Bradetich. What are you laughing at, Jeremy? I, I, I keep forgetting um, the script and so, like, it, <laughs> it's kind of funny every time. Like, I, just, I don't, because I, I wrote it within, like, I think I spent, like, 20 minutes writing it once um, yep. and then we workshopped it and just sort of went with it. Um, but I, I don't know the intro by heart at all. Like yep. it's, it's new yep. to me every single time, which is hilarious. I mean, me too. And I mean, we did like not a hundred episodes. We did like 60 episodes with the other intro. Yeah. Well, we did. No, it was a hundred episodes at least. Yeah, but it wasn't that intro. I think oh, it was okay. much less together for a long time. Yes, 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 yes. Um, um, I- every week we, we'd, we'd sort of lament how terrible a job I did off the cuff. Maya, one of my eyes looks droopy. I think I'm really tired. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just looking at myself in the camera. Jeremy, if you had asked me, is Jeremy one of these three things? One, really tired. (laughs) Two, (laughs) full of food. Three, ordering two meals of food, even though he just ate a bunch. Well, I would have had a hard time guessing which one of those was happening. But the most constant of those is A, is tired. Yeah, I, I was. I was. Yes, but to go off one of your other points, I was talking to one of the people at work who does like a lot of like a lot of gym things. Like you know, it takes care of his diet and goes to the gym like four hours a day and all this stuff, right? And, and it's a lot of hours per day. Yeah, it's it's his it's his it's his, it's his passion. He he wants to get into bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were talking today, and he was like, "What'd you get?" And I was like, "Oh, there's like this like this rice veggie rice thing at the cafe around the corner." I was like, oh yeah, that, like <laughs> did he did he knock that food out of your heads and like that's crap protein? No, no, because it was it was quite good. And he was like, it's it. He he was saying like, oh yeah, like a like like as a joke. He says to me like, you're bulking, right? And I'm like, yeah, the past ten years. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. I remember when um when we were at uni in 2016 it was right when HSPs were taking off mm. the halal snack packs. Yeah, for those who are unaware, which is like chips. And kebab meat, and like a lot of like the leftover kebab meat, which comes with a lot of the grease and and just so much grease and many sauces, but various yeah, like sauces. barbecue, chili, garlic. garlic sauce, all of them, and then you just go for it. And yeah, I remember, I remember some uh, a friend of ours talking about HSP's bit. <laughs> it's a dirty bulk. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jeremy, how's your week been? Oh, it's all right. Been full of full of VR nonsense, ain't it? Yeah, bloody so much you wouldn't believe the shit that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you've sort of been updating me as you go, and I think you're still right. I think I wouldn't believe uh, I've got, most of the shit that you've I've seen. I've got some videos that maybe we might look through in the post show. Um, let's go. Let's move on with the intro here with from this script that I had pulled up before the show started, like the professional that I am. Uh, everybody, you can watch us every week on any podcast platform of your choice, uh, or you can watch us on Twitch as we record the show live. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please give the show a positive rating wherever you're listening to us. And if you want to join us as we record the show, we are live every Monday, 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We're a little late today, but we're still here, uh, at twitch.tv slash minimapau. Uh, before, during, and after the show, we hang out with Twitch chat. We talk about things like the title of the show, and we talk about... Uh, well, we're going to be maybe looking at some of Jeremy's uh, 
appendices for his research. <laughs> yeah, his, maybe his, uh, when I get fucking appendicitis by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I had that once and they took mine out. Aww. And they said it was very close to rupturing, so I'm glad they did yeah, that. Right, that's good. Which makes sense because I was in a lot of pain. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> be sure to keep up to date with us <laughs> when we post a new episode or anything else uh, for minimap.com.au. You can do that by following all of our uh, social accounts. That's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch accounts at minimapau uh, for all of those accounts. Um, it's a great way to know what kind of topics we have coming up or what has just been released. For example, last week, uh, we what was the name of that episode? It's on the website here. Episode one one nine, the Sega Hog, where we discussed what would, <laughs> what the the games industry would be like if Sega was still making consoles today. So that was last week. Next week we're doing a sort of couple of topics. It's going to be a bit of an interesting thing. We're going to do a, a dedicated segment um, to our impressions on The Last of Us Part One, uh, which is the re remaster or the remake, depending on who you ask. The the PS Five version of The Last of Us One that's coming out this at the end of this current week from the ground up show. What <laughs> from the ground up built for the PlayStation? Yeah, remade 5. from the ground up, except for the performances, yeah. which is good because they're great. Um, uh, yeah, but Jeremy is also going to a conference this weekend. He is going to DreamHack, Dreamhack in baby. Melbourne. Uh, so we're going to be talking about a bunch of that next week, but this week it is finally time to hear the fruit of Jeremy's labor. Uh, we finally get to hear what he has learned in his many, many expeditions into and escaping from each different metaverse. And we have a bit of a, a bit of a surprise for the second half of the show that you might want to, if you're what, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform, you might want to at least check the video, um, when you get home, even just five minutes, just jump to the midpoint of the show to see what the see what our little surprise is. So I think it's going to be a good one. Um, and if you're in Twitch, you'll get to see us set it up live. Uh, what do we got here? We also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Lastly, if you wanted to help keep the lights and mics on for us, uh, you can throw $5 our way and become one of our patrons. It helps us to continue to do this. You can ask us questions to answer on the podcast, and it's as cheap as a latte with oat milk. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash minimapau. That felt tight. That was good. I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm a few... It's like you get a new pair of jeans, right? And they, they are not comfortable. You know, they're stiff. They're a little bulky. If you got them... There's a place where I got mine, like, amended at the time. That was, they were a present for me. And I was like, oh, you go there and you get them amended. And so they're a little bulky on the sides where they, like, pinned them in. But, like, you wear them more and and they go through the wash a couple of times. And, you know, you you, you stretch them out a little bit. And then they're, they're, you never want to take them off. They're the comfiest jeans ever. That's the intro of the show. All right. <laughs> You're not along for it? Does that not make sense? Uh, um, look, uh, no. You look so startled by what I've just said. I mean, no, because in my mind, you wash a pair of jeans and it goes like as tight as it was when you bought it and you wear it a couple of days and then it loosens up and then you wash it again and it goes tight again. I don't think I have had jeans that are that loose in the weave that they, that they stretch and tighten and stretch and tighten with every single wash. I don't buy very good jeans. <laughs> they look, okay, they look well, fine, but they're, they're shit. They're cheap. Mm. Yeah. 
I got the money if for you, good if jeans. If you want some good jeans, you can go to Dejour Jeans on uh, Sydney Road. Yeah, I've, in Brunswick. I've been recommended that place multiple times. I had I got two jeans from them, and they lasted me years and years and years. And they tailored them to you at the time, yeah. Yeah. like. But you don't even have to try them on. They just kind of like hold them up to you, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're this. Oh, you're a bit of a slim for this size. We'll we'll put it in here. How do you like it down there? Yeah, great jeans. It's it's a it's so a so many different colors too. There are many. Yeah, I've. I should get tailored jeans. That sounds nice. Kerry, what have you been playing? Uh, Jeremy's holding on to what he's been playing because it's all going into this metaverse segment. But I have a couple of things I can speak about. Uh, a couple of early things. Uh, during this week, I got to for uh, for IGN for their for part of their gameplay capture content that they wanted that were that they were wanting. I got to do some. Uh, I got to play some of uh, season two of Battlefield early. Uh, which is pretty good. So I have I've checked this and I uh, can speak about some of my impressions of the event. Um, capture is not allowed yet, and so I'm not going to go too deep into what I did play. But I did get to play season two of uh, of Battlefield, which is interesting because you know I've been trying to catch up, get up to speed with the game over the last couple of weeks, um, and I I really enjoyed what I played. I think the the new map is really cool. It's this shipping contain it's this uh shipping vessel it's a like it's a freighter that's been that's uh in a lake that's been drained in panama so you're playing in this in this sort of drained area with this ship that's suspended in the middle of it and so you can go to the interior of the ship and it's sort of the inside sort of like there's so many shipping containers they've been turned into like forts and there was like a um like sort of cities almost Mm. of the shipping containers and so you can use them as sort of it's almost like a like a battlefield jungle gym it's really cool um and it makes for really good close quarters combat and then you can run outside the ship and there's nearby outposts and um areas that were islands that are now just big hills for the map because the the whole lake is drained um it was really fun Uh, it was it it had me like sitting here going oh yeah i actually really want to get to this content when it comes out um it's coming out in a just a couple of days uh well and truly out by the time you're listening to this after the show um but yeah no it was it was really interesting when you consider how um how the game launched which was by all accounts quite uh difficult rather what do i mean by that by all accounts it was quite uh Bad. underwhelming yeah uh and it was it was taken out at the knees by halo which didn't help as well because they were they shadow dropped halo which had way more buzz for it um in the middle of just when battlefield was releasing that week yeah so um yeah they've, they've sort of been on the back foot ever since and you know people the, the the community did like the season one content that they brought out and i think this is going to continue that trend i don't think we're going to see a drastic overhaul you know they've spoken about in developer um live streams and showcases and stuff like that over the last few months that the cadence of content that they're releasing which is sort of a new specialist there's a specialist rework coming which is because that was a quite a contentious addition to this game was the specialist characters almost almost like it was a hero shooter in like half of a sense where this person's got the grappling hook and this person's got like a stim gun and you know all of that the deployable shield um that that was quite controversial so they're they're going to they're going to be start to be assigned to the traditional class system and things like that Mm. now um which i think is going to make the hardcore fans happy um 
But the new map designs, they're so much more engaging than I really... Than I, than I realized would be... What am I trying to say? When, when I played it when the game came out in November, mm. and you played on those original maps, it did feel like, and I said this at the time on the show, that like it did feel like there was something missing. Like, like the, the, the way the levels were set up, interior, exterior, like how much running you had to do from point to point, how empty some of the interiors of the buildings were. It felt like there was something missing. And they've showcased as well some some early looks at some of the they're reworking a lot of those maps that they that they launched with to make them really quite much more enjoyable they already did it for season one there's another one or two maps being reworked during season two and they do these before and after shots from this developer stream that i saw um this wasn't part of the preview content but from this developer stream they do these before and after shots of one of the maps they're redoing and it's like, yeah, that looks like a map. There's a couple of trucks there and whatever. And then they do they show you the new one and you're like, oh, this looks way better. Or it, it looks cluttered in a way, but in a way that it's like, oh, infantry will have cover and there will be interesting firefights here and people could climb over the top here and, and run around the side. And this is a wall here that people could blow up, you know, so midway through the match, like that will be like an open flanking route if someone's blown it up with C5. All of that kind of stuff. C5? Um, yeah, C5 it, explosive because it, it's the near future, right? Oh my God, <laughs> isn't C4 a, like a? It's a it's a term though, right? It, like it means something. Yeah, it's a compound. I, I doubt they would have put it in there if it was that erroneous. But um, that's funny. Yeah, it is funny. So all of this to say, I think they I think they're on a good track to uh, support the players that have stayed with them during this time, and. I, I just don't know how soon it's going to be before they start bringing new people back in. I do hope they stick with it. Like, the more I play of the game, recent recent weeks at this uh, showcase, the more I'm... the more I'm thinking positively of, positively of it. The more I'm trying... I'm, I'm putting time aside during my week to put some time into it. Um, but yeah, it... Battlefield's in an interesting place. I don't think it, it's we're not going to see a meteoric rise. Yeah, and it reminds me a bit of like when Apex came out, right? Where it was like, oh, this is really good, really good. And people played for like three weeks, a month. And then it was like, oh, what's the seasonal content? Oh, you came out with this. No one really likes it. It's really slow. This and that and this and that. And there was a huge drop off. And then it took like a year for it to sort of get even moderately back to where it was and retake its momentum. Um and like it hasn't slowed down since then. I, I hope this game gets the opportunity to do something like that, mm. but it's hard because Apex was free to play and is a platform where 2042 is a premium content game that did probably didn't live up to EA's expectations. Is this gonna? Is this gonna? So the trajectory. Gonna, what? Well, the the trajectory. I feel like this game is on a free to play, right? Like I feel like that this is the beginning of they're going a free to play route. They want a season pass so people have reason to spend money. They want like oh, there's microtransactions in every first person shooter at this point. Um, is this the right first step? Should they launch this with a free to play? Should they have what? Is this gonna save this game? And I'm like I'm look, this season no because save is a little bit of a it's a it's a pretty negative term because it means that it's dying yeah it's it's loaded but also <laughs> I think it's not inaccurate yeah yeah totally so 
I think what they know is that they need a certain amount of maps to be really decent, really fun, really balanced, really well appreciated by the community before they can start to really invest in bringing back players with a with a maybe a free to play weekend or something like that, or maybe a free to play launch if they do go that far. Um, I can kind of see them maybe not doing that, or maybe they bring the price down to like forty bucks. Um, which would still be a bit of an ask at some point, but it's it's hard to say. Yeah, I think I I think they they know that the game needs more positive all throughout before we get a big push from them to reinfuse the player base. I I do think it's going to be healthier though. I think the people who are picking it up are enjoying it. Okay, the, like they they might be balancing issues but that they are making the right decisions they're making the right adjustments unfortunately it is just taking a huge amount of time yeah right the size of these maps that they're releasing you know season one and season two three months apart these maps are huge you know they're battlefield maps and to make sure they're all of good content which so far they have been from my impressions of season two so far and also season one to make sure they're all decent maps that are above the standard they had for the maps at launch and are at the standard for where the community expects them to be, mm. you know, it's an effort. And so I can see why things are taking as long as they are. I, I hope it's fast enough for them. Is there a, this is like looking at it a bit more tightly than, than maybe what, what we can, but are you seeing maps that were made for the larger lobbies being reworked at all? Like, has that been, you know, like the- yes, they are being reworked. Uh, not in a way that makes them smaller, though. Right. Okay. They're not like they're being they're being reworked in a way that um, makes it a bit denser. So okay. there's one of the maps. I don't know if you saw it, but it's that one with the with the rocket ship. Um, it, it's a pretty classic one. It was in the it was in the beta. Right. Um, and like the cyclone rolls through it. Again, this is all part of their developer live stream they showed um, a week or two ago. Um, They've added like a capture point, like between capture points on a hill nearby. So there's more places to run to and from, more places to spawn on the map, less distances to go between different different points if you wanted to, you know, get to the next thing faster. Um, they're adding way more cover, so you're not just so there's going to be places in between points where you can get into a firefight and not just be in the middle of nowhere, get sniped. Or just be running for three minutes trying to get somewhere useful. Yeah, right. Um, so they they are they are really working on those. Um, yeah, there was a there was an interesting. I was watching a YouTuber I've watched for years now, Level Cap, um, and he was talking about this sort of content rollout that we're looking at, where it's like they've got say I think it was they launched with seven maps, and then they're adding one map each season. So season one is eight maps. Season two is going to be nine maps. But And those two maps have been good. So let's say we've got two decent ones. They're also going back and as they're editing those older maps, they're adding more to the good pile. So when when you... you not only did you get a new map with season one, mm. you got a refresh of the old map. So all of a sudden you had two better maps. This coming season, we're going to have the new fresh map uh, stranded and then they're going to redo Orbital. So all of a sudden we've got four really good maps out of the pile of nine. And so they're, they're sort of working that forward. But it's just, yeah. That's a lot of work. It must be a massive effort over there. The yeah. Moment. Yeah. Does this... I'm excited to play more. Okay. Like, 
like not get the battle pass because i got too many of those at the moment yeah another but, one <laughs> like i really want to play th- that map a few more times i want to play with the new weapons they've got some I-, I had moments in this play session where i felt like i was having those battlefield moments that i was used to with three and four that i love so much which is what i felt was missing when i played when the game came out um back in november does um so, so season two as a battle pass or is is did season one have one as well or is this season two yeah they, they both okay. have battle passes right yeah okay it's tricky right because it's a full full paid game i don't know it doesn't seem that tricky it just seems like a bad decision <laughs> But it's not for any access to equipment or anything like that. So all of the new vehicles and weapons are part of the Season 2 Battle Pass. Yeah. Or rather, this was how they worked it with Season 1, right? Where it's part of the Season 1 Battle Pass, where you, but they're part of the free unlocks that you get in the Season 1 Battle Pass, where you get certain vehicles, certain guns. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, all of the stuff that you would pay for the Battle Pass for, for the paid premium tier of the Battle Pass, that's all cosmetic. Right. And so that's, and, you know, unlocks a few more challenges and stuff like that. So you're not missing any content. You're not losing access to the new maps as they're coming out. You're not losing access to the new weapons and vehicles that, you know, are a bit more exciting and might get players in. That's available to everyone who already owns the game. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 weird. It's 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 off. Kind of, it's not off. It's just it's just strange. It's it's stuck. Yeah. It's it's a, it's, it's a, an it's, old franchise that is that has to be new. Yeah, totally. And like I, I I don't relish the thought of of dealing with this hand of cards that they've been dealt. No, no. Um, I don't think anyone does. Yeah, and you know, it's that kind of thing where it's like I wish every game the best, right? Yeah, you know, sure. before Anthem came out, it's like I want I want them to I I wanted I want Anthem to succeed. I want mm. it to be a great game. Um and I really want this to succeed as well, and I want it to be a game I return to and continue to enjoy. Uh but yeah, it's uh they got a they got a long road up a steep hill. Yeah, right. Ahead of them, I think. Okay. Um but yeah, I'm excited to check out the new content later this week again, um, and see see how I feel about it. Uh, speaking of other early demos, yesterday, Sunday, twenty eighth of, Octo- of August, Sunday. not not October, um, we, Ollie and I, uh, got to play, and well, every uh, many other people as well, got to play the uh, free Splatoon three uh, world premiere, as they were calling it, um, which is basically just a t- uh, twelve hour limited time Splatfest demo, which is their like turf war thing. Um for the new Splatoon game, which was interesting. I haven't played Splatoon before, um, but June has sung its praises so much on this show in the past. Um, um I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this demo. Um it's interesting. First of all, there were a few technical issues. Like Ollie and I were getting booted from lobbies a lot. We found some stability towards our second half of our play session yesterday but there was a lot of oh communication error occurred booted back to the lobby no longer in a group with your friend so you have to regroup up and then like the matches are short in splatoon they're like three minutes long each and uh it's the kind of thing where you'd sometimes be waiting in the lobby for like 
one and a half minutes, two minutes, two and a half minutes. And like, it's interactive. There's like targets to shoot and you can try out your new weapon and you can see your friends doing stuff. But sometimes you're in the lobby for as long as you're in a match. Right, and okay. Like, yeah. So, so that stuff was a bit frustrating. However, uh, getting into the games was good. So there wasn't much that you were unlocking. Um, just like a, a little rank for, you know, how much you were contributing towards the turf war. And um, you could customize your character a little bit, but like you couldn't level up any of your equipment. Uh, you weren't gaining levels. You weren't gaining currencies. Um, if you went to the the city area, they were all like, "Oh, come back when you're level four, and then we'll talk." And like you weren't leveling up at all, so you couldn't do that. So there's this weird sort of like they've given you a lot of the game, but none of it's open to you, and it won't be. Uh, it's just a bit strange, like. Why couldn't they come up with, like, why couldn't they put in, like, individual, like, oh, you're part of the, the world premiere Splatfest. Come back when in the full game and we'll talk more about customization for the main thing. Right. You could do all sorts of, like, it was nothing fun like that. It was just like, oh, you're not level four yet. Come back. It's like, I'm not. Uh, okay. Right. So it just felt like current build of game. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but in the game, for those who aren't aware, Splatoon is a 4v4 third-person shooter where all of the characters have paint ink associated weapons and you win each match by covering the map with as much ink uh more ink than the other team and you got three minutes to do that shooting ink shooting your ink at the other teammates damages them the ink on the field you can like swim through to like refill your ink and to travel faster and avoid enemies and um, and there are lots of different weapons, so that's that's like that's that's the gist of it. Mm. Um, oh yeah, we we did have a good time. We did feel like there was there was a bit of a moment of like we can't, we don't know if we're really. There were matches we were winning, there were matches we were losing, and it didn't feel like there we were doing anything different. And if there, or maybe there wasn't anything we could do differently. Like sometimes it just we won and sometimes we didn't (laughs) yeah right it was really weird it also felt like the people who were most interested in this were the tryhards and splatoon one and two turns out are pretty similar to splatoon three these games are quite iterative in like a way that like call of duty i can think of as being like the most similarly iterative (laughs) shooter sort of franchise you know what i mean where it's like you, you jump into black ops cold war after not playing since modern warfare 3 and you still know the game that you're playing it's the same game yeah and like this was the same thing it was like the people knew how to use these weapons already or they were trying the new ones but it was it it definitely felt like we were outgunned every three out of four matches yeah i don't yeah so i was uh i was saying to ollie i was like i can't figure out if i want to stop playing or not (laughs) it's just sitting on the fence half the time yeah, I like I never really particularly liked the gameplay of Splatoon. Um, half did the motion controls, but half I just I just didn't really enjoy it that much. Um, I thought it was fine. Um, the The game for me is to walk around the lobby and find funny images that people have drawn and posted into the the Splat verse or whatever it's called. The yeah, the m- which I didn't realize was a was a thing that could happen. Oh, it's it's in this one. It's 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 great. It's the best. Saw some great images. Saw some funny jokes. Uh, it's, it's. I I think it's the best part of that game. 
Um, mm. Between that and the, the I've I've heard the music for two, and that's really good. Um, like it's got, yeah, it's got like I've some... never really vibed with the Splatoon music, but I think it works much better in situ. I enjoyed it a lot more just playing the game. Right. You know, they, they've got that weird sort of ink kid, squid ink kid, like speaking where it's like and like that kind of it just kind of sets me on edge when i'm listening to it on, yeah right on like smash or just like oh listen to this song um in the game though it works it's not too loud either which helps um yeah i don't know it was good it was, i think i think it's gonna be i was sitting there going who's gonna how many i i, I was sitting there trying to think <laughs> How many people are going to buy this game because they're already they've already mastered one and two and they want you know a bit more content? Plenty. And then how many people are going to jump into Splatoon for the first time and just get absolutely dunked on? Um, I think I think there's a campaign there enough that it's it probably won't matter as much. Yeah, and that would help. Yeah, like I would if I was to get this game, I would spend so much time in the campaign first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, the skill ceiling on each weapon. Like, I, I play a game and I was like, oh, I did nothing that round, I'm going to change weapon. But it's the kind of game where it's almost like a Battlefield or, or a Call of Duty where it's like... I remember thinking the first time I played Battlefield 3, which was my first time with the franchise. And I know we just spoke about it, but it's relevant. I remember thinking, oh, I've really got a handle for this game now that I've spent 20 hours with it. It's like, even Call of Duty. Like, first time I loaded up Black Ops 2 on the PC, I was so excited to get into it. It was like, I only started like feeling competent and feeling like I had a handle on things and like I was having fun. Even if I wasn't winning every round, mm. I was at least pulling my weight. After I put minimum a dozen hours into the game and found my favorite weapons and my favorite gadgets, which requires rounds and rounds and rounds of experimentation and, and learning. Um, Do you feel like you're also just playing against the best because the best people are going to be the ones doing the beta, right? They're the ones most eager for game. As opposed, yes. to, as opposed to the kids that have got it for Christmas that you can beat up. I guess. But, like, the, surely those kids are also into, like, free demos. You know what I mean? I didn't even know it was a thing. All right. I didn't even okay. know if it was... I didn't know it was out until I saw people on Twitter posting about it. I don't think it was that public okay. as a as a, like... You know, there was no Nintendo Direct last week that was like, hey, go check out Splatoon live uh, open beta or whatever. Uh, there, there was a Nintendo Treehouse, actually. I also didn't know that. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm just not up to date on my Splatoon news. Um, but the, <laughs> which, is, which is probably quite fair. Um, the yeah, Splat look, news. Yeah, like I think it's look. It, it was a short enough time frame that I feel like only the most eager people were going to be. If it was up for a week, then maybe. But like it was up for three days. Ten, Twelve hours. It's ten till ten. Oh, was that it? Yeah, and it was different times in different regions, but oh, yeah, it was okay. 12 hours in each region. Right, okay, yeah. it's. I feel like you were playing it maybe the most, like, proper, like, hey, guess what? It's, like, fucking my favorite game, Threequel, is out now. I can play yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. Uh, Magic Casts in the chat has said, I think that's most multiplayer games right now. Gotta treat them like a sport. You're gonna suck for a while until you practice, learn, and reach competency. And, like, I get that. Like, but I wanna be good And I guess now. that's what I meant when I was bringing up that Battlefield 3 analogy, right? That's how, that's what I had to do back then, too. But, like, there's so many other games vying for my time, and some of them I'm already competent with. Some of them I've already spent dozens, hundreds of hours in, in terms of Apex. I feel like I'm only just getting competence with, competent in a way that I'm happy with that. Um, 
like I don't know. Like I kind of feel like I'm too old for, to pick up Splatoon now. I just had this thing Oof, of like wow. I know, and, and that was you know kind of uh, existential in its own right. Um. Uh, yeah. Like I don't. I don't. I wish everyone well who wants to get it, but, like, for me, what it did was, like, I'm glad I got to experience Splatoon. I don't think I'm going to buy this game. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I came away from it. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, didn't, I, I, I didn't have a plan on getting it, so I'm, I'm with you in that regard in terms of, like, eh. Um, but, yeah. yeah, like, going, I, going through... I did want to play with June, um, but June was away this weekend, unfortunately. And if not even June was able to play, then that's how you know... Only the tryhards were on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that's it for the What We've Been Playing segment, or I guess just what I've been playing. Mm. Uh, We're going to go to break, so stick around if you're in the chat. Uh, And when we come back, we're going to be talking about the metaverse. We're going to be talking about Jeremy's... Time in hell. We're going to figure out what Jeremy has to say about the metaverse after his in-depth investigation over a number of months. Are you excited, Jeremy? Are you ready? Uh, more than ready. I've got the music going that I definitely... For the break. Yeah. Stick around, everybody. We'll be back soon. Welcome back to the Minimap cast. If you're watching the video feed right now, you might be wondering why Kerry and Jeremy are both wearing VR headsets. And if you're not watching the video feed right now, you should go to minimap.com.au to look at the latest video where we talk about what it's like to be in the metaverse by being in the metaverse. We're going to do this whole segment that Jeremy has planned for months in rec room, sitting next to each other in virtual space and talking to each other. And you're going to get to see it. I'm going to, I'm going to put, I'm going to put my, my virtual eyes on right now. And and we're gonna go in, okay? All right, all right. Let's let's go. Are you ready? Let's. I'm I'm ready. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi everybody. Hi, Carrie. Hi, people. <laughs> oh, this is so silly. We threw this together about an hour before the stream today, and it's honestly coming together way better than I thought. Ollie had the good idea in the um, in the break for the chat, um, in the chat rather. He he gave us an idea for the during the break. Yeah, where we could have made the rec room public because we're in we're in quite a large space. Uh, there's a there's a there's a stage over there uh, with like a um like a like a bar stool for someone to do comedy on, uh, and like two seats, like two couches, like three or four couches, some bean bags. Mm. There's a bar over there. I'm I'm and, uh, I'm fake looking, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy's in uh in he's he's sitting next to a jazz night poster. We've got some pizza, got some ready pizza. to, ready to ready to go. It's uh it's, it's so silly. This is so silly. Um, Jeremy, this is this is basically your show now. I haven't been you've been giving me updates along the way of what you've been looking into for the metaverse but yeah in terms of what the segment was going to be for the show um this is all kind of new to me so why don't you why don't you let us let all of us know what what we're in for right now sure so um when we were when we were doing 
before we had decided to do a video podcast, there was a, like, I had this thing that I was like, like I would, so I've, I've, I've got many crypto like press releases a lot of the time and I ignore nearly all of them. Um, and the ones I don't ignore, cause I look at this and I'm like, like what the fuck is this shit? Um, and then like along came the phrase, the metaverse, Facebook comes along, changes that changes their name. Changes the parent company of Facebook from Facebook to Meta, and they start going all in on what the metaverse is, which is like, you know, what is it? I don't know. No one knows. And so th- th- this was born out of a like, okay, a lot of companies are getting involved in what is called a metaverse. Mm-hmm. What is that? What does that mean? And how does like like initially this pitch was is there anything good inside the metaverse because yeah. it was a lot of companies talking about working in VR and that just sounds fucking dreadful mm-hmm. so th- this this project I, I i started the notion page at least on the 7th of june but it started a little bit before that as well where i was just kind of trying to figure out like what the fuck even is the metaverse and is there anything in here that is, like, is there anything here that w- makes it worth existing? Right. It, 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 it changed a little bit over the way. And I think what I've decided that this project sort of pros is, is, like, just define what it is because no one else seems to. And as the authority <laughs> on many things, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> I will define for you today. Thank Barry, goodness. I will be the deciding factor on what the metaverse is. High five. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just headbutt my microphone. So back then, I'm going to sort of do this a little bit chronologically because I think that this is, this is the way I found the story. And I think that this is why it, this is sort of a good way to to figure out what is, like, what is the metaverse? What does it mean? So I think, you know, like, one of the biggest ones that, that everyone knows about currently is is Facebook's Meta's, uh, it's called Horizon World, is, is what it's called. It is, it, evol- it has evolved over the year, over the, over the months, rather, um, to be multiple things. But Horizon World is the Meta Metaverse. Um, they want to be the ones to define what the metaverse is. Um, mm-hmm. And they are doing, truly, honestly, a dreadful job. Um, <laughs> the, the, the goal of the metaverse for a lot of these tech companies is basically like, this is going to be your virtual world. Everything you're going to be able to do in that you do in real life, that you enjoy doing in real life, can be done in a virtual space. There can be things like... like- Concerts and concerts, shows, friends, going to sport, hang out, um, you know, just doing things that are like what you would regular do. What would you what you would regularly regularly do, but with a fucking helmet strapped to your face, and it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Eat pizza. Yes. Do a podcast. <laughs> do a podcast, Jeremy. I, were you watching um, opening night live for Gamescom earlier this week? I was not. There was a trailer in that show um, for a VR game, but they didn't show, I think it was a VR game, 
but <laughs> they didn't show any footage of any digitized uh, assets or anything like that. What they were showing were these tweens all talking to each other and hanging out in a space and being like, oh, this is... I, you know, it's so good we got to hang out this week. And then someone was like, oh, what is this thing? And the person was like moving their hands around. And you're not seeing any in-game footage. You're seeing you're seeing just these people in VR on their couch. Right. And so you're not seeing what they're interacting with. And they were like, oh, let me look at this this thing. It's so sticky and gooey. And then the person goes to like put it in their mouth. And the other person's like, don't eat it. Don't eat it. And this third person who's on a beach under an umbrella, also a tween, also in a VR headset is like, you know, she's going to eat it. And then this, you, the last, the final shot is this person, this, this young tween's hands just going to put something that she's pretending that she's holding in her mouth. Yeah. And like right. that was the trailer. It was so. What was it a trailer for? Uh, some team's new project. I can't remember, right. but it was, it was so abstract and it was so like. So this is the issue. This is, this is what you want us to think we're going to do, but. Why am I going to be actually pretending to eat something in VR like this? So, so, so this is one of the issues with like all of these companies getting involved in the way that they are is that they're all promising things. A lot of that comes from them trying to talk about like you know you being able to use crypto and NFTs and all that stuff, um, which is just it's all it's all shit. Um, but like <laughs> a lot of them are trying to build a space that doesn't exactly have a point yet. And that almost doesn't matter, which is which is what I found really interesting. Um, so, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with where I started, which was one of the re- one of the first ones I went into, one of the first metaverses. Because even though there's only meant to be sort of one that's all connected, currently there is many, and that goes against mm. kind of what a metaverse is, which is hilarious. It's the you know that joke about like oh like there's so many USBs, right? There's you know USB A, USB C, USB USB B? Yeah, USB B. There's so many, right? I'm going to create the one that everybody uses. And now there's one more, right? Like, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. So, a little while ago, I got a press release from uh, a metaverse project called Star L. (laughs) Now, this one... Pizza for this. Yeah, so, so Star L was one... It is it is a it is a crypto backed metaverse, and this one was meant to be a a social space in VR. We go to concerts. Um, people, some people online were calling it one of one of the more promising uh, metaverse projects that they found. One of the more promising crypto metaverse projects that they found. Um, I played this thing uh, twice. Uh, first time I played it. <laughs> Like and like to be completely fair, it's it's still in it's still in early access. It's still in its own its own development phase. But what I found there was just kind of horrid. Um, I spent about an hour trying to get um, into it. First of all, uh, which with not really which much which which with much success at the beginning, um, created account successfully without so much of a confirmation email, so I didn't know if my account ever existed. I accidentally got into no-clip <laughs> mode, flew around for about two minutes, decided this didn't seem right, so I closed the game after being in no-clip for two minutes. Launched and logged into the game again and almost immediately for a second, third, and fourth time, this time without the ability to move, no means of menus or anything, nothing, no support on the website or any information about how to do anything. Uh, Is this the one that looked like a purple disco? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I remember when you started doing this, and yeah, and yeah it was completely and like look, though it's it's terrible. It's in development. I don't know. So I went back a, about a week later. Um, today I gave it another crack. Launched the game and surprisingly was and surprised with a character that could walk around. There was no information about what I could do or couldn't do, so I left the room and was forced then into a character creator, which was really weird. Make make to my guy walked around, found someone else named Null who was clearly not connected. Nothing to seemingly do. I walked up to a console <laughs> and launched a game called Warp Nexus. Now this game Warp Nexus is a game that exists outside of the metaverse and is not required. Does not require a metaverse to work. It just is another game. Yeah, that is, it's just a game that you're playing through VR. Uh, this this one wasn't. This one was not in VR. Um, Star L is a is oh. a two D metaverse. Oh, okay. Cool. So 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 that's a that's a good point. I'm gonna get to in a moment though. Um, this game that I was playing, uh, Warp Nexus, it it played really poorly. It wasn't fun. Uh, visually, it looked fine, but it just kind of like really very very shiny. There's no real direction. There was no music, limited sound effects, undynamic gameplay. It was just like a, it was a like a third person, like a third person. It was a spaceship game where you fly around in space and shoot ships. Um, that sounds good. Maybe I do like the metaverse. No, it wasn't good. Um, oh. <laughs> it was like the entire game was just shoot the ships before they shoot you. And there was no real feedback at all. Um, I died while fighting the ships because the AI was just, there are more of us than there are of you. And then my ship exploded. I was just a floating person in space for some fucking reason, mm. Uh, mm. unable to move, do anything. The real kicker is it wasn't even my person that I created at the beginning of the game. It was just default character. Right. So it wasn't even... So what's even the point? It wasn't even my metaverse guy, right? Uh, I can imagine if I spent a large amount of money on character clothing right you know making my yeah. metaverse guy look really good i might have been pretty disappointed that my character was not reflected in the game um i went back to the hub world and i was uh null was still there hanging out um and there was just no one else there i, I kept on checking their twitter and they kept on having like parties and stuff in this in this metaverse but i i could never just seem to find them um, is that like a server-based thing, do you think? Or? Well, it's not meant to be. That's that's sort of the point. It's meant to be that everybody is around or at least you get thrown into a populated lobby. Like, I couldn't see a single other person in this game. Mm. Um, once again, still early, still in development, but I, I just didn't know what was happening with it. At this point, I was sort of looking around going like, wow, if this is one of the best ones with crypto and NFTs, then like, fuck, this is like a really poor shape. Um mm-hmm. I, I couldn't find a way to chat with anybody, um, which was something that was featured in the trailers, um, not even to myself or Null, which I thought was really odd. Um, there's a bunch of fake doors and a bunch of fake rooms that look like they were supposed to have stuff behind them and didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I then found a room in this Star L metaverse called Living Modules. Uh, from, okay. from my moat, from my from my notes here, I write specifically. Wow, that was embarrassing. It's just a room, which they are trying to sell inside of this metaverse for real money. For real money or crypto. It is a real average. So it's a pretty average looking room in a space station above Saturn with a bunch of uninteractable furniture and room for <laughs> what I can only assume is NFTs to be embedded in the walls. 
There are also buttons uh-huh. to press on the walls where a crappy AI voice explains explains things to you, like bedrooms in space with terrible jokes. Kind of sounds like our experience trying to find a set for this shoot in Rec Room earlier today. Kinda, except this was meant to be. Except they're asking you to pay for yes. it. Yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, there, there were many things in this that were non-interactable. Um, I don't know. And with that, I quit. Now, have you gone back, or have you been tempted to go back I've since looked, that moment? I've looked at it. They seem to update it fairly regularly, but from what I can tell, I've, I've got no idea if it's actually going to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't particularly want to go back. It was a pretty bad one. Okay. Now, before I get into the next one, I want to bring up a point that you just made before, which was you, you, you had a had a little bit of a surprise that I was not in VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you just walk me through that really quickly? Uh, well, when you think about the metaverse, it seems to be there. There are a bunch of common examples that people bring up. Sorry, let me just finish my pizza there. Yeah. Um, there's there's the example of well, Meta, the the Facebook company. Not only did they rename themselves meta but they also renamed their oculus brand their vr brand the brand of headsets which we're both wearing right now me with the quest one you with the quest two these are now known as meta quests not as oculus quests so that's like oh meta is sort of like they want to do a metaverse it needs to be in vr and then when it's brought up in terms of Microsoft Teams and whatever Microsoft um, metaverse they're making, every time you see something like that, it's with a headset. Yeah. It's with someone who's in a virtual space or has the option to be in one. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there was, there was something else I was going to say, but it was... Like it's, it's, it, and, and, and the other examples are given is like... <laughs> Mike, is is um, uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. Uh, and, and that whole thing is about putting on a headset and being in another world. Yes. Like... Those are the examples that, like, meta is a term that is hard to define before VR and after it. You know what I mean? Like, when someone's like, oh, that's such a meta joke. I, I still feel like I need to look it up every month or so so I have a, a, a confident grasp of what I'm talking about every time I am. Because it's it's a very nebulous, esoteric kind of term. Yeah, right. Yeah, which I think is... is it's uh, So, like, the... <sighs> The the definition of meta is basically like, like self referential. It's like it's 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 talking about the thing that it's talking about. It's the yeah. like if for something to be meta, it talks about the the subject that it is talking about from a distance, basically, or the like the 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 overarching frame of it. Um, I don't. It, it's very weird because like so. Across my lists of metaverses that I that I that I I wandered through, I I journeyed. Uh, <laughs> like half of them were VR and half of them weren't. Okay. And I think which I, were your favorites overall? If you had to pick a medium, oh. or where were the best ones? <sighs> Nowhere. <laughs> I don't know if any of them were particularly good. Okay. I I honestly don't know what my favorite is. Because I think I think that some of them got they got pluses and minuses across the different areas. Um, some of them only minuses. Um, 
like we'll get there. I I think the idea of a metaverse, it it being in VR, it I don't think it specifically needs to be in VR, but I understand the dream that is not living in this world, this this physical space anywhere anymore to be in a digital space. I understand what that what that tries to mean, except that is like aside from like the very beginning of the matrix you know <laughs> which is everybody in tubes in a computer yeah that's a dystopia that's humans being bred to be batteries for machines that have taken over yes um that's not how like we can't get there we're not gonna get in that spot and we're certainly not gonna do it willingly mm-hmm. i don't really know Look, we will come back to this. Uh, next, I'm going to go into a VR-specific metaverse. I'm going to go into VR chat. This is the second one that I went into. Mm. Now, VR chat's had a bit of um, controversy recently because they've, yes. they've what they've locked down mods. Yeah, so they're pushing what is called like the VR chat like security update or something like that, um, mm. which basically bans the use of modded VR chat clients. Um, the community is which if anyone knows VR chat well is like the foundation of its popularity yeah it, it, the reason they're doing that is mainly for security they're adding easy anti-cheat um, which is used in a lot of video games um, but what it also does is it, it removes plenty of user generated mods malicious and otherwise plenty of mods that are that dealt with accessibility plenty of mods that dealt with um, put that away um, <laughs> <My clipboard. laughs> uh, plenty of mods that, that dealt with Making the game, making the game run better, as well as like just expression, characters, all that stuff. Um, I'm not going to get into VR chat too much because I think it's it's the one that I think people are most familiar with. It's basically imagine if an open mic game lobby or a VR like or like a like a just a, a forum where people can yell into the mm. void, could just hang out and be whatever they wanted to be, not even within reason, like just be whatever mm-hmm. they wanted mm-hmm. to be. Um, well, can I ask something, Jeremy? Because the the two versions of of something that I am familiar with like this is VR chat and it is Rec Room where we are right now. Yeah. Would you say that Rec Room is a metaverse for, for the sake of this conversation? Yes. Okay. Yes. The definition Why at this is point it- is expanding, I think, in my, in my journey when I was going into VR chat because I think I got, to, I got to bear witness many conversations. <laughs> yes. And that is... I think at the heart of what these things are, it's a place to talk. Okay. Which is, you might think, that's Discord. And what's the, sure. what's the or, difference? Or Fortnite, maybe even. Yeah. What's the difference between hanging out in a game and hanging out in a VR space? Not much. Not much. Look, you can do things like you can be like your own version of the character. You can hang out and look however you want to look. There's yep. a level of creativity. You can make spaces. This is going to be a reoccurring... This is going to be the reoccurring theme, I think, for me, is that the, the, the spaces people build so that they can, I guess, be themselves, hmm. which is almost hilariously not at all considered by the major, by the major players in, in, in this metaverse space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that is one of the biggest reasons that the the <laughs> looking at the camera like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah i'm trying to be an interesting visual yeah, yeah. 
So I'm, I'm just looking around. I'm steepling my fingers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's why the reaction to to this this VR chat up, update was so intense, um, because it goes against what is made this whole thing exist right the reason people loved vr chat is one because it was quite open to being whatever you wanted to be in a very unfiltered way and a way that was mm. you know perhaps irresponsible um perhaps it required more moderation i'm not sure i'm not i'm not familiar enough with the communities and the and the the dangers of 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 vr chat um but a lot of positive modifications have been made for it, though, like accessibility features, yeah. subtitles, it, 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 titling that includes pronouns, and yeah, like I think what what this update did that that angered enough people was it felt like an encroachment on the freedom of the space, both good and bad, right? And so people mm. and like people on all sides at that point were quite upset um, that it was coming through so relatively swiftly and rel- relatively heavily. Um, so I'm not going to go too much more into VR chat because I think it's probably the most common one. If you want more information, go watch that people make games video about it. It's very good. It delves into the community. Um, and also it's the free update. Uh, yes. And, and it's also the one that's the least marketed as metaverse. Um, even though it is as much as the others, honestly. I've got a question that I want to ask that's sort of in relation to that, but I think we should get to it more towards the end. Okay. Um, Please, go continue. So at this point, I started to sort of have a look at what some of the very heavily crypto ones were. Um, there's a really... One of the more popular ones um, is one called Decentraland, which, which <laughs> is just like the most fucked name. Um, you, what was the, do you remember that, um, that trailer for that, that, uh, crypto place that was full, it was, it was that CG trailer and there was that like talking Bitcoin mascot and, oh, um, when you say Decentraland, I immediately think of that farce that was on Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Um, so important things to note about Decentraland, which is a very heavily cryptocurrency NFT, like built one. Uh, this metaverse is based around land ownership, which is like red flags, Yay! red flags, right? <laughs> I want to be a landlord. <laughs> Everything built here is located in one big world, which is all coordinates based. I think uh, technology wise, I think that's kind of neat. I don't think that crypto NFTs is required for that. But no, the idea agreed. that it's one giant world which you can just type in, go to coordinates, negative 342, positive 876 or whatever, mm-hmm. and you'll just be put in a spot that is dedicated to a thing. And that's interesting because you sort of get these like little neighborhoods popping up. Except everything here sucked. Um, <laughs> some, some, of these, Spoilers. some of these plots of land have 3D models of them for NFT, quote unquote, art galleries. Um, some of these also were just marketing for other websites. Some are literally billboards for marketing opportunities inside of the metaverse. Mm. Uh, at this point, I decided to call it the latest stage capitalism. They are just marketing oh. the marketing in a fake marketing world. 
when I launched as a guest, I hadn't made an account yet. I didn't want to link a wallet or anything at this point. Um, there was a character creator. I made a guy, gave him a pride shirt, jumped in, accidentally gave myself wolf feet without realizing because I didn't look at the feet. Wolf feet. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, you know, that's, that's your thing. Uh, the hub world had at least some people in it. Um, I didn't really know what anyone was doing. They were sort of just hanging out in this in this very small hub world, which is where you go to start and then you jump into the rest of like the metaverse. Um, so I decided to go to one of the more popular scenes to start off with. And I was greeted with a hilariously ugly amount of UI. And then immediately shown a casino and poker tables. Oh, no. Run by Pepe the Frog. No. Like just egregiously bad instantly. Uh, I also had no money to gamble with because I made I had a guest account, so I left. Uh, This is when I found out I actually gave myself bare feet. Um, (laughs) I left and went somewhere else and found some festival grounds. There was absolutely no one here. It was like exploring (laughs) an abandoned MMO. An empty festival. Uh What a pull. What a draw. What a draw card. I kept walking and I bumped into Paris Hilton's NFT stage. How is that? Awful, as you could imagine. Okay. She's very big into crypto. She, she's in a, yeah, she's in a few metaverses. How many, how many times are we going to hear her name? Uh, at least twice. Um, I then found an arcade machine. I walked up to it and I played a Duck Hunt style arcade game with the Atari logo plastered all over it where you shoot the Space Invaders aliens. Okay, a there's a game. Duck, a Duck Hunt, was it licensed? I believe so. It had the Atari logo oh, all Atari, over it. Atari, no. Oh, no, they, they are all in on this stuff. Ah. Oh, uh, they didn't learn their lesson from E.T. My note for that game, it was one of the worst games I've ever played. It felt atrocious. Wow. And I'm talking, this is a this is basic game. These games existed in the 80s and it was so bad. Mm-hmm. I then found an incredibly shitty cyberpunk world. It had the worst version of Brick Break I've ever played. I cannot stress enough how terrible it was. <laughs> this, and like this place doesn't even look good. It's got stretched textures everywhere, awful looping background mm. noise, nothing to do. There was a detective mini game around the cyberpunk world, which never worked. Um, I found some someone's virtual gallery of their underwater photography. Audio played, but not like in this space, but not before a work safe Victoria ad, which means this gallery is 1000% just embedding a YouTube video as audio, which is hilarious. Cause that means he probably doesn't own the audio, which goes against uh-huh. the entire ownership fucking thing about this fucking thing. <laughs> I then bumped into someone actually walking around. I bumped into a person and I, and I, and I spoke to them. I was like, Hey, like, what do you, what do you think of this stuff? Like, why? Like, why are you here? What are you? What are you into in this stuff? What, what makes you join a, a place like this? <clears throat> he said he was interested in what cryptocurrency was. When I asked him what is the metaverse, he responded with "in between the web and real," which I think oh. is not incorrect, but not quite correct. I don't know. I suppose it fits into the 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 shape of, you know, it being an online space to be in and reality, I guess. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of it. There was, 
English was not his first language, so I, was, I think there might have been okay. some, some loss okay. of communication as well. Um, but when I sort of pressed for like, what does that really mean for you? He, he didn't. He didn't know. He was saying, I, "I'm not sure. I don't know." Uh, I went back to the hub zone where there was the most amount of people that I'd seen. Again, um, I asked a bunch of people in this space, like, "Hello, how are you going? What are you up to? How's things?" Um, and I didn't get a single response. <laughs> Oh, right, there, was, okay. there was just no one there. Not a good start for the crypto gang. <laughs> um, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um. At this, so I've I found another one. Um, this this one is still in development to the point that you can't actually access it yet. Um, this one is called P One O M Open Collective. Um, this. Metaverse is still in development. You can't play it yet. But it had a Discord server, which I joined because this Metaverse is specifically... This community, rather. I'm, I'm going to call this Metaverse more of a community because the Discord server was, actually existed and I could go in it and talk to people in there. Um, what was it called again? Uh, P1OM. Okay. I don't is that meant to be said as a thing? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know what that means. The reason I was so interested by this one is because they spoke about a lot of the things that 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 um, metaverses talk about, ownership, digital ownership, digital land, except they are anti-cryptocurrency and NFT. Explicitly. Oh. An explicitly so, anti-crypto open source metaverse. Explicitly anti-crypto, anti-NFT. So they're not into Web three. They're not into that no. that sort of not interesting um, proof of proof of work. Uh, yeah, pr- internet verified ownership stuff. It's more just like I think conceptually like microtransactions. Well. I don't know. I'm 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 not too sure. Um, I looked at the rules of the of the metaverse as I uh, the metaverse of this Discord server as I as I entered. Um, they say. The metaverse should be owned by the people who inhabit it through a decentralized open collective. And I looked at that, I went, it seems okay. Okay. It then says, what will the metaverse mean for me? Just like the industrial revolution moved us from farms to cities, which is very broad, in the next 20 years, civilization will migrate to a virtual world. Uh, is my note. Then it turns into, just like the Industrial Revolution... Sorry, no. And then, then it says, in a world of virtual homes, virtual schools and workplaces, and virtual lives. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's good. Second life. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> they then say, what is the metaverse? And answer it. The metaverse is a common vision of a virtual world way of life that will become more meaningful to us than physical life. All right, that's quite a bold statement. Very, very uh, bold. Very, very broad. Will become more meaningful to us than physical life. I'm not sure what they are talking about. For all of this pie in the sky nonsense that people talk about, how are people supposed to poop? How are they supposed to drink and eat and sleep? Oh, it, like it's so easy to crack through the BS when you just think about the the base human needs of humans, which is what we are. 
We're not. We haven't ascended yet, and 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 become one with data. Like, do you know what I mean, Jeremy? Yes, I do know what you mean. I am with you to an extent. Mm. Um, Jeremy's Jeremy's all for not needing to poop anymore. Oh, I'd, I'd get so many hours back in the day. Um, the- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, they then pointed, like, inside of this metaverse, they had a big list of, of, of metaverses that um, were rated positively and negatively by the community, um, which I think was interesting considering that they are an anti-crypto, anti-NFT um, place to be. Hmm. Um, and so I got to see some ones that were like, this apparently is the worst one if you don't like cryptos, which I had to jump in. And this one was sort of the best one. If you don't like crypto, so I always had to jump into that. They also had a big, a big, wild-looking chart, which included basically what all of them are, but including Minecraft and Fortnite and Roblox, uh, including Second Life. Rec Room would be in here somewhere, definitely. Yeah, Rec Room's in here, um, and rating them by how many people are in are in these spaces, um, and then sorting them by like what kind of crypto they are, if there's no crypto, if they are more for older users, for kids, etc. Um, Sorry, Jeremy, I've accidentally taken a screenshot by fist pumping in the air. Sorry, hang on. There's a big camera in the middle of the screen. <laughs> I can see that camera. Oh, hey, look, it's a camera. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a selfie. Yeah. I-, I hope I was looking in the right direction. Yeah, you were. You nailed it. Right. All right, I'm saving it. It's going to be public, so you can find it later. All right. I hope it gets printed um, as a Polaroid, Polaroid, because that'd be cool. I don't think so. It's, oh, hang on. There's a Polaroid button. <laughs> Photo roll. Uh, share set. Oh, I can't print it. The print button's grayed out. That's a shame. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Get out of here, camera. Getting into some some genuine metaverses soon. This, so and to to this whole time, I'm trying to find a way to get into Horizon Worlds. Um, yeah, the, the the meta one. Yeah, the 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 Facebook meta one. As it's not currently available in Australia at this point, I'm kind of annoyed because it seems like the most important one to see what that is, considering how much money they are funneling into this thing. Um, yeah. And I'm still not able to get into it at this point. So I continue to check out some other ones. Neos VR. Neos VR. <laughs> I don't know exactly how you say it. I'm assuming it's Neos, N-E-O-S, VR. Is Keanu there? <laughs> this one is the most upvoted one in the P101 Collective Metaverse Discord. And it's also on Steam. Oh. Which lends it a little bit of sort of Third-party legitimacy, just a little bit. A little bit. Um, Not that it's that hard to get onto Steam, but... I thought that Steam didn't allow games that included cryptocurrency. Ah. Neos has... Neos has cryptocurrency. Right. No, okay. no, it's not based around it, I think. Uh, I, I sort of stopped caring about that, I think, at this point, because... The idea that the metaverse and cryptocurrency need to go hand in hand, I think is just completely fucking, fuck, fucking factually false. 
Right. Okay. It is. I. I. The only reason companies are doing that is because they see money in it, and there is no reason it should be included in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can hear that sound, is smoke alarm going off. Yeah, there's someone's in the kitchen. I'm sure it's not a big deal. Um, yep, it's off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the smoke alarm's already been burned yeah. off the ceiling. It's already been broken by the fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I, I've stopped caring about all of this stuff because it, it just seems so unnecessary, so pointless and so money grabbing and and greedy. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. The reason Neos VR is very interesting is because it's one of the havens of for people that left VR chat. I think there was about two places oh. they went. One of them one of the more popular ones I believe was Neos VR. Um this one was the most game-like one that I had seen. Um, Very similar to Rec Room, except with custom avatars. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a lot of people in there doing the same thing they did in VR chat, yelling, making memes. (laughs) But there was... Yelling is quite fun. Yeah. But this one had a really interesting thing, which was like, I'm 99% sure it's made in Unity, similar to VR chat. But the, the way you can make custom content in this game includes the ability to access the uni unity editor hierarchy in game oh whoa I that's think, intense um i saw some really cool custom stuff in there um i i spoke to someone that their favorite thing to do in this game was to be a guide was to find newbies be like hey welcome let me show you around mm. and would show them cool things did they show you any cool things? Uh, yeah, but I sort of, I sort of steered the conversation away from that because I wanted to know what they wanted, what what they like to do in this space. Because I was more interested in an interview than I was, um, actually showing, actually being guided. Yeah, because a lot of it was like, you like how to play this game, how to play this game. And I'm like, I don't really like, I, I'm not really here to play the games that much. Um, they were really nice. Um, they were very, very friendly. They were very, very informative. And when I asked them about the crypto NFT stuff, they were like, they didn't care about it at all. And this yep. is like a heavy user, right? This is like a, like a prime user that is like every it's an early adopter, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they were a a a, a VR chat um, refugee. I think is is the is yes. the phrase they used. Um, wow. Uh, and they came here because they felt like that they were allowed to have a lot more expression um, in their character mm-hmm. creation. Um, that they were talking about how, like, uh, you know, that the, the characters they can be in this game, there's a lot more freedom in how they can express themselves and they're not, you know, restricted to what their body is like in real life. They can sort of be who they want to be, um, which I think is all really good stuff. Um, they were really uh, very nice. And it, this is the beginning of me going, like, none of this stuff... None of these companies, they, I don't know if any of them really get it. Um, I think that some of them have accidentally stumbled in a place where people can sort of make a space for themselves. Um, Mm. But I don't know if any of them really genuinely want to entertain that. Um, When the actual crypto stuff is like, gives them money. Yeah, totally. And that's why they're investing at all. And... They want to get sponsorships. They want to get other companies to invest in them. 
and I don't think they really care what they give in terms of the like whatever marketing opportunities they have. Um, Neos VR VR chat, I guess at this point, like they almost exist despite themselves, um, and they're mm. almost popular despite what they're trying to sell, um, which I think is very 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 interesting. Um, another person at this point showed up, someone a lot younger and a bit more immature, and so they were like, you know, sort of just shop, just blasting memes the entire time. Um, to which this person who I was talking, that big chungus, kinda, yeah. Um, and then the, the person that I was talking to was just like entertaining them the whole time, like being happy to be involved in the conversation. Um, and then like we moved. It's like, it's like when our coworker, when we worked at EB Games together, had to look after that like four-year-old. Yes, yeah, and was doing like <laughs> Spider-Man gestures. Um, yeah. Uh, whereas, yeah, now it's like this. Uh, it's a. It was just at, at this point just a positive space for everybody to, to be in. Um, uh, th- this person who was a guide um, was being fairly moderative in terms of making sure they didn't say anything that was particularly like not good. Um, mm. And then more, more normal people joined. There were some people who, who remembered each other. They were chatting like friends, showing each other stuff that they'd found, showing each other creative things that they were doing. Um, th- this one did feel just like like an, another VR chat. I went into some public servers mm-hmm. and it felt like public VR chat servers where there was just people talking about nonsense the entire time and running around and throwing objects and standing in front of a mirror. Um, <laughs> a, a lot of that, a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, I then started to look at this project again and this is when I was going into like, okay, maybe it's more about spaces and all that stuff. And then I remembered back, Harry, how did you ever... You never played PlayStation Home, did you? Uh, only once or twice. But, like, I never... Whoops, picked up some pizza. Um, I never... I never really heard about it on any... Like, I wasn't online really following announcements or things like that when mm. it was relevant. Sure. Um, and I think by the time I got to it, it was already irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and confusing and like i made a character and walked around a house once and then uh went to bed and never turned it on again yeah right yeah playstation home was very it's a very weird thing it was because it was it was a metaverse honestly in Mm -hmm. a in a in a as true a sense as these things were it was a social space you could hang out play games together meet up with people and sort of spend time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, there were communities inside of PlayStation Home, I, I don't doubt. Um, I walked around the Godfather 2 world and the, the I had a Ratchet and Clank home because I managed to convince my dad to let me spend six bucks inside this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some games. There's a button to depressed when you had no keyboard which just said the phrase i have no keyboard um it was a weird thing that i don't think really playstation knew what i don't know why they made it i know why they made it because like it was it was a good vice to to talk about how the how the how the online future is going to be and also there are plenty of like plenty of ways to market things in there um 
It goes back before that, though, I think, because I thought that was going to be my first entry into the metaverse was PlayStation Home. And then I remembered, mm. I looked at this graph that I found in that Discord server, and they talked about Second Life. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, I remember Second Life because I really wanted to play it. I wanted to play the game when I was- What? Yeah. I wanted to play that when I was a kid. When I was like six, Yeah, I wanted to play Second Life. Because I didn't know what it was, but it sounded amazing. It sounded like you could do anything in that space. Okay. The potential of it was extraordinarily. I'm glad my parents didn't let me play it because I played it this year and it was scary. Yeah. <laughs> as a as a uh, as an adult as a twenty somethings. Yeah. So I jumped into Second Life. Uh my first thing before I even played it is I should probably play the 18 year old version of the game that is now being brought into the whole metaverse umbrella you'd be shocked to find out this the URL is secondlife.com um, I remember wanting to play this game like 12 15 years ago I was way too young but I think I saw it in a book or something maybe a gaming magazine oh it really is that old yeah no it was it was old it was way old so I jumped into second life um, first thing I said here it was kind of nice to know that the 2014, that the, sorry, 2004 lives on inside of Second Life because <laughs> this game looks like a game from 24, so 2004. This game plays like it's from 2004. The UI works like it, it, it's it's almost it's kind of browser based. It's really weird. Like it's not browser based, but it yeah, feels like right. it is. It feels like old web, like RuneScape or kinda yeah. But it, it but it it it. it it's got a vibe. It's got a really weird vibe to it. Um, it's got low resolution images everywhere. Yeah, uh-huh. the character creator is really like weirdly like you know just move. It's it's not move this part of the geometry, but it's like move this section of the geometry is like your height and like feet size, hand size, <laughs> like shoulder width. Right. It's all very like it's very rudimentary. Um. I didn't expect this game to be as horny as it was. Like yep. there was a there's a lot of lot of booby physics in this one. Oh. There's a lot of jiggle physics, which I don't think is very good. Um that there is jiggle physics. I mean, in general, yes, but also explicitly in this. Um I was walking around some of the more popular uh areas. In Second Life, mm-hmm. um, I went to some some virtual shops. Uh, there were plenty of people there, and once again, no one responding to me at all. Mm-hmm. There was no, there was no, hi. There was no, I'm good. How are you? It was just, it was blank. Yeah, Second Life is weird because I feel like anybody that plays Second Life has been in Second Life for a very long time. No one starts Second Life in 2022, right? Yeah. No one's that, like, I've been here for a year. Right. People have been like, I've been here since it began. Hmm. I then found a country bar. And when I went in there, I saw a <laughs> bunch of people that were dancing. Uh-huh. Just slash dancing on the dance floor. Um, this was fine. And there was music playing and everyone was dancing. Um, by the way, it, it controls so badly. The weird camera controls. It's 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 very poor third person. I'm surprised it's not updated. Yeah. Um, I then, well, listen, listen to the music. It's a country bar. And this person who is doing the DJing is talking about Second Life. I'm like, oh, so it's not just someone Spotify. 
And it's not just a radio station, which is what I thought it was. I thought it was just someone who just thrown in a, a, a regular FM radio station. And then no, I re- someone's there. Someone is there doing this live for the people that are here. And they're about to tag out. They're like, yeah, like, you know, they talked about the song they just played. And they're like, all right, everybody, I'm out. I'll be back on at 372 like 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 four like four twenty six SLT, and I'll 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 see you next time, and then so I'm, I and then suddenly they appear on the dance floor, and someone else has taken over the music, right. and so I DM them. I'm like, oh hey, like was that you that I just heard on the radio? And they were like, yeah yeah, that was me. I'm like, oh hey, like you know that that's kind of cool. I didn't know that people sort of did that in here. This is so fascinating, right? And he's like, yeah yeah, I've been I've been I've been sort of doing this on and off for like eight years. <laughs> I'm like eight years and I'm like how often do you do this and he's like oh like you know three or four times a night sorry three or four times a week mm. I'm like how often are you on like how how much do you come on Second Life he's like yeah, like every night I'm like wow. every night for eight years holy shit mm-hmm. and then does a radio show for other people in Second for Life for other people in Second Life and I'm like wow that's that's so impressive. It's like, thanks. And he was quite friendly. We chatted for a little bit, talking to him about like, you know, why he likes to come on here. He says he enjoys it. It's this positive space. And he's sort of been on here long enough now that this is just what he does. He just comes on here to hang out like a metaverse. Um, and then he goes, I'm going to, I'm going to hop off for now. It's pretty late where I am. Uh, but you know, if you want to, if you want to hang out again, I'm back on it. Uh, like 10 SLT. I'm like, SLT? So I Google it. I was like, is that like Sri Lanka time? Second lifetime. I'm like, is that Sri Lanka time? And he goes, no, 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 second lifetime. Which is hilarious. There's a, second life has a time zone. So that That's amazing. anybody playing just knows the time. Yep. Yep. It makes complete sense. What? Why wouldn't is it? it? Is it? It's okay. So now I have technical questions. Is it 24 hour time? Don't remember. Okay. But the idea is that you know what 10 SLT is your time. Yes. Um, Fascinating. SLT is also the same time zone as wherever the location is of the developers of Second Life. Naturally. Yeah, of course. Um, Second Life was weird. I don't know. It's it's a relic. My clipboard. Um. It's it's a it's a relic of old internet, and I I I am amazed how much of it hasn't changed. I think it's hilarious how much of it hasn't changed. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of would like to go back and sort of find out the nitty gritty things of Second Life, but I sort of didn't have enough time, and it was it's hard to control, and it's not really that nice to be in, but it's fascinating. That it, that does sound fascinating. I think that would make a great article. Yeah, like, what is Second Life in twenty twenty two? Right, <laughs> like who? Who's still playing Second Life? Who is here? Turns out a lot of people regularly. Who's still developing Second Life? Right? So, there's a few left. Um, I've got four left that we're talking about. Oh, jeez. Uh, three left, really. Three left. Uh, there is the Sandbox. There is Alt Space. And there is Facebook Horizon. So oh, you got in. 
I got in the. You seen Tron? Uh, I've seen Tron Legacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the beginning, when Jeff Bridges is talking to the kid, and he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "He's like, yeah, man." He's like, "I got in," and then the Daft Punk. Anyway, that was me when I when I got into Facebook Horizon. Oh, maybe I'll listen to the Daft Punk oh, Tron Legacy soundtrack tonight, dude. It's so good. I've got it on vinyl. It's fucking awesome. Um, I recorded my entire time in Meta Horizon because I needed to have it. So we'll probably look at it after the after the show in the in the post show. Mm-hmm. But I got into Meta Horizon. I had to make an American Facebook account. I had to, I guess, sit through the cooldown. And you did this. You did this weeks, weeks, months ago, right? Yeah, uh, not I. It, the cooldown period was probably about half a week. Oh, um, okay. I, I I I tried to VPN my way in with my Australian account, but that didn't work. But then I managed. And this, to... and this is because it's not available in Australia, but only in other territories. Yeah, so it's available now in America, England, France, Canada, um, and I think somewhere else in 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 Europe. Um, it's oh, so so I I, I <laughs> so I uh, I launched the game very excited because this was one of the ones I wanted to get into the most um, this one does a lot of things really really poorly and this 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 also does a lot of things some things really really well and it's very mm. weird all the way through so you launch the game and like it, it goes through this little tutorial world where it talks about you know like welcome to the future and then you make a you make a character and the character creation is pretty not that great and then you uh, go through this little tutorial space where you get to see some really ugly art and some shitty games, and you then get thrown into the lobby. Um, the lobby. Th- so the weird thing about the Meta Horizon one is that it's it's as far as I can tell, like the maximum me- people that can be around is like twenty four or something, maybe more. Oh, but not that's that seems like not very many for the metaverse. It's all lobby based. It's all levels. Oh. It's just like VR chat like that. There's no, there's no verse. Really, it's not. No, it's not destiny. It's not. It's it's not lobbies that you just get loaded into shared world experience. No, no. It's it's like, it's rooms. It is a room. You enter a room, and those rooms can lead to other rooms. But it's just small rooms, and I suppose maybe metaverse doesn't require a big shared world. I feel like it does, but if it's just a place to be and hang out and a space to live in, or live in a space to be in, to talk to people, maybe it doesn't. I don't know, and that's because none of this is defined, which is what I'm here to do today. Um, I mean that makes sense to me. Like when we were when we were sorting out Rec Room before, um, we've only played it once, and we spoke about it on the podcast, uh, episode sixty something, Fortnite Big Chungus. Yep. Um, uh, I like we were setting this up, and I was looking at my watch, looking at all my settings before, and bring up this big menu, and it says Rec Center in the bottom right corner, which is the the big public everyone is here space. Mm-hmm. And I looked at this, and I said to you, "Thank God we're not in the Rec Center right now." Just because, like, I don't always want to be assaulted by, like, everyone around me 
like trying to like either entertain themselves by annoying me or like show me that they can dunk a ball in a hoop on the edge of a pillow like it's oh you like, like ball it, dunking it's... you will love meta horizon world because that is the first thing anybody does oh great so meta horizon is literally the exact same thing as rec room they might as well be okay. the exact same product okay which one's better hmm <laughs> they're the same but they want completely different things yeah it's really weird it's so fucking weird um so so meta horizon um there's a lot of kids um i'm assuming every kid that's ever gotten like a quest in their life has now been able to get into the meta worlds i think at the moment it's it's quest two exclusive i don't know if it's going to go back to quest one um mm. which is which is weird um it's strange they're not like they're not that different from each other it must just be like some connectivity thing that got better in the next i don't know yeah um one thing this pizza. one thing this does really 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 well is whatever code algorithm they've got set up for oh my god um oh that was explosive yeah. one the, the box disappeared <laughs> yeah uh, whatever algorithm they've got to determine eye contact, yeah. incredible, really oh. fucking good. Um, when you look at someone for long enough, they will sort of look over and make eye contact with you. So you feel like you're looking at another person, even if that person, you have no idea if they're looking at you or not, but it makes them feel like a much realer person. Okay. Um, well, that's cool. The, the, anima- the animation in the face and the, the actual... The, the mouth movement is quite good. Um, they, they do a pretty good job at having that function as you would want it to to make it look like that this person is actually talking. Um, mm-hmm. it, was the, maybe the, it was probably the, the most well-animated basic character um, in, across all of, these, all of these things that I played. Uh-huh. Um, and there's also funny emotes, like you can thumbs up and it does like the Facebook like like emote thing and the you can cheer and hearts and all that stuff. Um no thumbs down there. Um So it's just it's it's once again, it's just lobby based. You sort of just being there and I'm sort of once again wondering what I'm like, what do I do? They've got these weird competitions going on for like, hey, like you can make a thing and then you could submit it and then you you make a um you make a cool thing inside the world and then they will pay you like 15 grand for it if it's good enough. Like real money. Like a real money. They will pay you 15,000 15, real dollars. You hit the mute button, Kerry. I did hit the mute button. I'm sorry. I spawned in popcorn and now I'm trying to clean up my popcorn. <laughs> That's a lot of dollars. Yeah, it's a ton of money. Um, and when That's I too much money. when I was going through these these um, terms and conditions, like the formatting is all completely fucking broken inside of it, and there's like eight pages of things you got to skip through before you can get to the information because it's because it's a fucking big company. They have all of these legal things saying like you won't own this thing if we give you money. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, I then went into like this weird DJ arcade room, which included fine arcade games, but once again, it was very empty. Um, mm-hmm. 
And also there was a stage with musical equipment, which I went up to and I hit the drums and I hit the keyboard and it didn't do uh, anything. Yeah, I remember you showed us that. No you were so sound. disappointed. No sound. So upsetting. Um, I went back about a week later um, and, I, and I found myself, I spent about three hours inside of a single room filled with Whoa. many drunk 20-somethings. <laughs> Oh, because it was great. nighttime there. Your people. It was, <laughs> it, it was nighttime there, and so they were all having a big drink up party inside the metaverse. It was right. very funny. They were playing beer pong. There was glow sticks. There was real music, like like real. And then did everyone like contort their heads when they took off their headset to, to get a drink? S- and they're like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, they always did. You, like you would see someone like chatting, blah 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 blah, and then their like their whole head would flick all the way back, and then they would sort of like the hand would dangle as their like real hand is drinking, <laughs> and then you would see them sort of go back to normal again and pick up their hand, and then continue on. Um, that is a. I don't know if you saw. I I had I got myself a drink before, so I put my I put my hands down. Oh, I'm holding the board. Um, so I put my hands down on the table, and like, then all of a sudden my hands started spinning around because the tracking stopped working. Yeah. Like. Yep. You can't. You can't really do that neatly and no, cleanly. No, you can't. It's it's a it's a regular occurrence in the metaverse, which is very funny. Is people just losing tracking or like. Something just, you know, dogs barking in the back. It's it's the it's the days of the Xbox 360 party chat. It is yeah. the sounds of air conditioning units and the sounds of cars honking and yelling from very far away. It's hilarious that we're back. <laughs> um, but I spent Thank you. I spent a lot Facebook. of time in here talking to people, and it was very. It felt like a weird club. It felt like everybody was there to hit on somebody. Oh. It was it was quite it was quite straight. Everybody there was just trying to hit on someone of the opposite sex. Um okay. it was it was very funny to watch as it was like two PM Australian time. Did you did you get hit on? I think I did, but I I wasn't too sure because it's weird. Cause it's virtual yeah people people like, so like what are you gonna do well like i was the only connect on an emotional level i guess uh, the, <laughs> i know right the the everybody was there with an australian sorry everyone was there with an american accent and so i was the only australian there and like oh my god you're from australia like can you say australian phrases which is a, a reoccurring <laughs> thing in in horizon because it's not open for australia so as far as i'm aware at that moment i was the i, I was the only person from australia that i met um, and potentially the only one online at that moment. Um, one of them got me to say, um, fuck, what was it? It was uh, a beer can. Like, they're like, can, beer can. Yeah, can you say, can you, can you say, can you say beer can? And I'm like, beer can. And they're like, why are you saying bacon? And I'm like, beer can. And he's like, why are you saying bacon? I'm like, this is actually kind of funny. Be- oh, that's awful. It was funny. It was funny. I thought it was funny. Isn't that like, isn't that more of like a, like a Jamaican kind of thing? Like stereotype? Beer can, you know? I don't know. I have no idea. I think, uh, it's not Australian. That's, that's bad. Well, but the more I said it, the more it sounded like bacon. 
Mm. Uh. Okay. Um, I remember one time on a video I said boom boom, and uh, my manager was like, "That's really I, I like how you said that." I'm like, "Oh, all I said was boom twice, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't boom boom, you know?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I I was just sort of going and asking people like, "What are you like? What are you doing here? How often are you in here?" And the response I kept on getting was like, "Yeah, like five nights a week, six nights a week." And I'm like, what do you do? And they're like, I just sort of hang out in these rooms. You know, you sort of, you you find one room, you party up with someone, they take you to another room, you hang out there for a while, you chat for a bit, you start to recognize people, like that person over there, that person's got these cool rooms that they sometimes go to, and that person over there, they've got these cool worlds that you get to go to, you know, and oh, this person over here, and then people would come in and out, and they'd be like, hey, how you going? You know, how you been? Haven't seen you in a while, sort of thing. Yeah, I've been busy, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's just this, it, it's the same story everywhere I went. What do you do here? Hang out. Why do you like to come here? Oh, you know, something to do. How often are you here? Really quite often. Something to do. Oh, I'm here most nights, every night. Yes. Four hours at a time. Four it's the thing I do when I'm not doing the thing that means that I have enough money to own a VR headset. It's it's their social time. They go into oh, wow. these places for just social experiences. They know the people. I mean, they've 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 made like acquaintances slash relationships with these people. The various types of relationships you can make with people online, they've made them here. And like that to me. That actually sounds quite virtuous. That sounds like something worth holding on to and preserving. Yeah. Yeah, why not? It's a, you know, don't get me wrong. There's some, like, you know, I've heard gross things. I've heard so many arguments. Oh, my God. This argument in Horizon World that I heard was so fucking funny. So we played this game, which was like a Halo knockoff game sort of thing. And uh, I wasn't very good. And I was getting killed by these by, by these two women on the other team. And they just kept on like shooting me and like I would die almost instantly and they would taunt a little bit like, haha, like got you again sort of thing. And I'm like, how are you doing that? And then like we left the game and they were like, you've never played before, have you? And I'm like, nope. And they're like, oh, okay, well, like all right, next next time, like her and I will split up and then you can join one of our teams and that way it's a bit more fair. Oh, like, that's so nice. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And then one of the other people, like there was like this guy that was like, hey, like, you know, it was talking like, oh, wow, you guys are like really good. And, and, uh, one of the girls was like, Hey, like, yeah, you should, um, like, you know, to, to be better at the game, you should be reviving more sort of thing. And he's like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. And she's like, why not? Like, it's good for you and good for the team. Like, yeah, but like, you're like being like really bossy. And she's like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do it because you told me to. Literally, he was like, I don't want to do it because you're being, you're telling me what to do. And I don't want to do it because of that. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was just telling you a good tip that would be good for you to do in the game because I saw you not doing that. And he's like, yeah, well, who says you got to take charge sort of thing. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and it was immediately just because she was a woman. Um, oh, that's so gross. It was like. It was, like, instantly so shit. And the entire time this is happening, I'm just watching, like, at the tennis match of, of, of these two parties going back and forth while I'm taking selfies, because I think that's a very <laughs> funny thing to do in an argument, 
while this other guy, this other schmo is consistently shooting me in the head with this paintball gun. This will never replace. Wait, what? Yeah. Someone was still shooting you. Yeah, you, know, you get like it's like a testing range next to the next to the log before you jump in. Um, and he was just shooting me consistently, and I was just shooting him back the entire time <laughs> while this argument's going on. And at this point, I remembered that this will never, ever, ever replace real life. Yeah, <laughs> because it's so stupid. <laughs> How ridiculous! Yeah. Yeah, imagine starting a conversation with someone and then starting an argument with them. Yes. Based on how their voice sounded. Yep. Yep. Imagine being so superficial and mm-hmm. tied to gender roles. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's so gross. Like, just so unabashedly, like, oh, you know what? I'm pretty sexist. And, and this and this <laughs> is what I mean, where it's like, this is like this is still online. This place you know, communities yeah. can get formed, but at the end of the day, there's still a level of anonymity which is never going to go away. Not, not, not like the real world. No. Um. Home stretch, Gary. Two more. Okay. Final two. What do we got left? Alt space VR. Alt space VR is Microsoft's VR metaverse. Oh. Very, very, very similar. To Horizon World, functionally, not the, not the same as their Teams VR functionality. No, I, I I don't know what that is, and I don't know if that's actually going anywhere. I'm not sure okay. if that's. It might be continuing, but I, whatever that is, I don't think anyone's really looking to it as anything special. Okay. Also hilarious how Microsoft has its own competing v- metaverse. Um, classic that company. Mm-hmm. You thought the arguments in Horizon World were bad. Oh boy, let me tell you, they are way worse in Alt Space VR. Um, my notes here for Alt Space is I assume there's plenty of people in this world, but I can't tell for sure because overall, in my two hours of being there, I saw about 30 people altogether. Oh. It was fucking dead, yo. There was right. no one there. It's desolate. It's also way uglier. Fucking, <laughs> it's just ugly to look at. It's shitty 3D. It's, there's nothing in there is like nice to see. There's no good views. The worlds are far too big for the amount of people that are in them. Mm-hmm. This one was maybe the most uninteresting out of all of them. There was nothing to do even less than some of the others. Like there was a couple of games, but like they weren't good. And it was even more people just standing in a VR spot and just, like, talking. Um, Did it have any virtue at all? I don't know. There was no eye contact or anything either, so I could, I didn't even feel like I was talking to other people for the most part. Um, mm. I spoke to some people who, and I, I asked them again, hey, what's up? How are you going? What are you doing in here? How often are you in here? Someone's like, yeah, every night for the past two years. Reoccurring theme about when people started lockdown. You'd be surprised. Um, lockdown are really... What? Right? Uh, lockdown are a very common way for people to get into these social spaces, a way they can see people that they couldn't otherwise usually, a way that they can yep. meet people online. Um, expect some people from uh, the UK, some people from America, some people from like other parts of Europe, um, plenty of people from India. 
just a lot of like, yeah, like just sort of, I just sort of hang out in here, talk to some people and I'll probably be done in here about four hours and come back tomorrow after work. Wow. Um, there is some crypto NFT integration here. I don't think it's actually worked at all. I spoke to someone who was very into it and I'm like, yeah, but isn't the whole thing a scam? And he's like, no, no, because it's like proof of work. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, you remember when we were at PAX in 2018 oh or 2019? And there was that one driving game that was powered by the blockchain. And we said to each other, what the hell is the blockchain? Yep. Yep. That game's still and not why out. Does it, why, does, why does it involve this car driving through a tube? That game is still not out, Kerry. I checked it. <laughs> That's probably um, for the best. I captured a great argument, which again, I was taking selfies all the way through, between an American and a German about whether... Ah, oh, this is the one I saw, I think. About whether or not women should have rights. <laughs> it was... Common common theme here. It was fucking nuts. This, this guy was talking about how, like, you know, like, oh, you should see what it's like in Germany, you know, the the... It's like... It's, it's, you know, you can't say anything without offending anybody and political correctness is blah, 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 blah. And this incredibly drunk American is like, you're an idiot. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? You are off your head. You have no idea what you're talking about. And then they'll talk about like, you know, like, and, and this guy's like, no, no, but like Hillary Clinton was evil. And this drunk American is like, Trump is like the worst guy. What are you on about? Like it was... It was yeah. hilarious to watch. Um, I got involved at the very beginning, and I was like, "I'm out! Like, I'm out! Like, I don't like. I got to do something else." Yeah. Um, it's so not going anywhere with people that you do not need to spend your time with. I don't know how it started. I I joined the conversation prior to when it became that, and we were talking about soccer. We were talking about the World Cup, and I I don't know where it went at some point, but I came back like five minutes later, and they're screaming at each other in VR goodness it was fucking so funny (laughs) (laughs) um this was probably the worst one in the sense that it's like the most mediocre it was just it's just bland there was no personality there was no emotion it was like yeah Now for the worst, this, worst Jeremy, one. You're looking at your you're looking at your notes, but what it really looks like is that you're looking at this clipboard. Yeah, yeah, my my, my this yes. Oh, my clipboard! Give me, that, give me that clipboard. I can't. I don't know how to. You can, you're not you're not looking in your eyes. No, you can't I'm see not. if you're gonna. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Here, I'll pass it. Uh, no, 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 no. We now go into the last one, the worst one. Okay. This is the worst of all of them. So. Oh, really? Yes. This is the worst of all of them. It's not even fucking close. Is this the sandbox? This is the sandbox. So I pushed back our recording of this because I needed to play this one. This was one of the first ones that I found because this is one of the, this is one of the most popular ones. Okay. This one has got brands all over it. Paris Mm. Hilton, Kirby, Kirby. Care Bears, oh. Snoop Dogg, Dead Mouse, uh, Lost in Space. It's just like many, many, many real brands are in this one. Okay. So, again, still in, in the active development. Um, the reason I pushed it back 
reason I push the reason I push this recording back is because they were having an open alpha like few days, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to play it because this is one of the first ones, and I kept on missing the alpha because I didn't realize it was on or I didn't have enough time to be in it. But this is this is the most crypto NFT one, except it's even worse. So. This one required a crypto wallet to get into, I think. I don't remember, okay. I don't remember if I set that up or not, but like I like I made a wallet, but I didn't put any crypto in it because I don't have any. So I just jumped in. Um the only thing you could do in this is walk around and jump. Okay. There is like and Could you talk to other people? So you, there's there's an old chat which was mostly empty. And anyone yep. I, I I spoke to someone who was speaking, but no one actually would, would speak to me. Okay. Which was like, hey, like, what are you doing in here? No responses to anyone ever. People were treating it like a game, like it's just like a video game. Like it was just like okay. you can do quests. There's a, there's a quest here, which is you have to collect plungers, which is the first, like, hey, it'll show you around the opening hub area. And then one of the quests is talk plungers. to Snoop Dogg to discuss your favorite experience from season three of the sandbox so i went over to snoop dogg's fucking little crypto freak and spoke to him for a little bit (laughs) and then went back over to um who's the guy with long hair uh uh, steve aoki he's in it as well spoke to him yeah right um this was fucking dreadful um the walking dead had a bunch of stuff in there um I, I don't know what, like, this seems to be, like, the one with the most active sponsorship from large companies. And mm. this one offers fucking nothing. It's similar to Decentraland where there's, like, a big map, right? But the map is fucking closed. Like, you can't get in there. I think cause it's, it's not open yet because it's still in development. You can't no, access okay. any of it, right? And so, like, sure, whatever. Like, it's, you know, it's still coming, right? It's, it's, it's still, it's on its way. Except there are so many brands who have already put probably tons of money into it. And I mm-hmm. doubt they made any of the content. This must have all been made by the people who are making the sandbox. And if they're making yeah. the content for the brands, then what the fuck are we doing here? Um, there were two worlds open. There was the hub world, which was just fetch quests the entire time. Go over here, press E, talk to a thing. Go over here, press E, talk to a thing. With some of the worst platforming I've ever played. Okay. And then the Steve Aoki world was open as well, which was the exact same type of quests. Fetch quests, collect quests, fetch, 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 left, right, left, right. And you said there was like there was like a season, like go talk to Snoop Dogg and talk about season three. How long have they been doing this? And what have they been doing for seasons of content? They're in season four now. I don't know what seasons means because the game isn't released yet. Like, oh. like it's it's closed now. You can't play it. What the game? Yeah, it's it's the open beta is closed again. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right. And it's also okay. it's ugly as sin. <laughs> <laughs> it is so gaudy, and there's NFT museums, and the board apes club have got a fucking you know, art gallery, you can call it art, which you can't because it's not. And there's, you know, there's tons of these walls for NFT art. Mm-hmm. Just like Decentraland, just like Star L, 
there's room for NFTs which don't they don't have a thing that is like they don't have a purpose. Yeah. It is it is the it is the trying to prove its worth by it it, it existing. Mm-hmm. It's all awful. I went back into Horizons one more time after that just to sort of chat with some people. Um, ended up talking to someone for like two and a half hours. Whoa. Just like chatting about various things. They're from America, talking about how they've got like a lot of like, you know, turns out gun laws over there are really bad, et cetera. And they're like, yeah, it's really weird how normal it is now just with people dying by gun violence a lot. Mm. You know, just like another shooting last week, another shooting this week. And I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, yeah, it must be weird for Australia. And I'm like, it's fucked. <laughs> sure is. Um, was talking about right. stuff, talking about people talking about yeah um i don't know and then i sort of closed it and went i don't know if i'm gonna ever gonna go back to it probably well, w- that was gonna be my next question for you jeremy that was like would you do you see yourself can you can you see the appeal that these people who are you know going in most nights or once a week even and just socializing and just hanging out. Do you see the appeal in at least that sort of that one thing that we sort of agreed upon might actually be somewhat decent? Yes and no. Um, like I've got, so like I've got some con- concluding thoughts and like what I guess the definition of a metaverse is, mm. um, which I'll just I'll, I'll I'll read that and then we can ask questions about anything you've got. What is like, and I, I say here, like, what does that mean? The metaverse. I suppose the metaverse is a place where you can go to be, and I think that's good. I've seen some really nice and creative and positive moments in this silly space, but that's always due to the people in it. It's you know, it, sure. it's a there's a human nature to creating spacing spaces and finding belonging, and I think that some people are making genuine efforts to do that, which is good. Mm-hmm. I also think it's in a genuinely really bad spot. The big companies involved, all these big players are making bad faith decisions based on what they want their future to be, the, to be the future. This involves working in VR and having meetings and cryptocurrency and all this stuff that they can hopefully, I guess, make a lot of money out of. But like, people aren't going to respond to that in any meaningful way. Um, yeah, that's not a... That's not- a user-based decision that's no that's a, it's, as you said it's people trying to justify their own existence mm. because it's meant to bring in money yeah uh i found some people being able to express themselves in ways that are nice they might not be able to do that in the real world um and it's good that they can find a, a spot to do that um but i also found some really weird and gross things like in online chat rooms and open mic game lobbies that only exist because people online like to be gross right people yeah when there's like I said before, when there's anonymity, you know, you'll see some really horrid shit um, and experience that. And, you know, there have been lots of people who have already experienced dreadful things in these metaverses. There was that story of that woman who felt like she was being, like, just repeatedly sexually assaulted in Horizon World, right? Yeah. Um, I hope the bad companies fail, I guess. Meta Horizon mm. World, I think, have been putting a hilarious amount of money into it. And it, and it still absolutely sucks in some of the worst ways possible. Yeah. Um, like they they were hiring immensely up until very very recently. Mm-hmm. They have since 
really folded down a lot of their metaverse stuff. I think Google's working on one as well, and I think their job listings, they used to have hundreds of metaverse-focused job listings, and right. they have just scrapped a ton. No, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised. No, I think of I'm, course not. If anything, I'm glad. <laughs> uh, Sandbox VR has a ton of brands and, and cash to splash, but I saw it just amounting to nothing. I, I don't know what anyone is going to see in that thing. I don't know who is going to go in there to like talk about the brands, right? Like I can see people who are really into NFT and crypto shit to be like, hey, look at my things. Mm. But like you can just go on Discord and talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um. I also saw some weird social stuff, like not not the stuff we spoke about before, but like you know, like maybe some somewhat regressive uh, social encouragement, I guess, in terms of like you know, this is not a this is not a replacement for real life, and if people treat it like it is, then when they go into real life, they're gonna have a like a really bad shock to know what real life is gonna be like, right? Um because this space is a lot safer than real life, but then if they never want to go to real life and they spend all their time in VR, is that, like, I can see some danger there because the line is more blurred than it is if you're just playing a game or just hanging on Discord or in chat rooms. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose the metaverse definition is just, like, it is a place. <laughs> like, that's that's all that's all it amounts to. It's a place digitally yeah like it, it, it more specific for different purposes more specifically it's a space right it's a space where you can create things and you can do things and talk to people and meet people as a space like an environment mm. <sighs> were any of them non-social were all of them social in some way look star rail being broken He's inherently non-social. <laughs> um, like, I think a lot of them are actually not that social. I think the the only way these places are... Uh, th- these spaces are social only when the people there want to be social. Hmm. These places can quickly become a room full of 30 people not talking. Right. Um, mm, okay. Kids make it more social because they will talk to anyone. Yeah. There are plenty of kids in all and this. And then that's a whole other can of worms. Sure. Like, like, and I think I, I've seen plenty of like settings that I think can at least try and protect them in a way, but not nearly enough. Um, mm-hmm. Like kids shouldn't be in any of these genuinely. <laughs> um, yeah. But like they are, and when they are there, they will talk to you because you are a being in front of them and you respond because there's someone talking to you. Mm-hmm. Fortnite Big Chungus. Fortnite Big Chungus, it's the same thing. I don't know. I don't I, I don't I don't know where this goes. Yeah, it's very strange. And like you said, it doesn't help that none of them are like far and away the leaders and none of them have come up with like a winning strategy Mm. and there's so many of them and there's more every day like how are we supposed to move forward as a species 
and go to this new digital landscape that's going to replace reality when they're all like they're all bad yeah <laughs> they're all like they've got different values that a lot of them are just trying to make money and they've just been rushed out the door because some exec was like the faster we get people in here even if it looks bad even if you can't do anything even if you can't play the drums even if the textures are stretched like just get people in and then we can show them nfts and they'll buy nfts for four hundred thousand dollars each like that's no way to make content yeah and i think and it's not about the user experience it's not about the people who are actually going to make this thing work and also, like, the concept of it, talking to people, even inside of the metaverse, is, like, it felt like we was we were in it, right? Like, we are inside the metaverse, and we are still talking about it like this abstract thing. Like, that mm. there's, there's mm-hmm. this concept that does not, that just doesn't exist. You know, I remember Tim Sweeney, the CEO of Epic, talking about making a metaverse ages ago um, in Fortnite. Referring to Fortnite when they were trying to, like when trying to claim to in, in the lawsuit against Apple that Fortnite wasn't a game, that it was a social space, and using the term metaverse a lot because that's I guess the closest phrase you can have to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's particularly wrong in that sense. I just think that yeah. like none of it is like there is the tangibility of it is just like still nowhere. Um. And no one knows what the end product looks like. The end product doesn't, almost can't exist or be imagined because it's so, f- like, it, you know, it's a utopia. You can't reach it. Mm-hmm. But what's there is weird and good and bad. Mm-hmm. It, look, it's, it's like everything. The, the people can make things good and companies can make things bad. Right, and it's about finding that, that balance. I uh, I think it's interesting that the places that seem to do metaversing the best seem to be the places that don't have the metaverse as being a part of their goals or their branding or even yep. a term that was like something they were aware of when they created the platform. Places like Rec Room. And Second Life, and and VR Chat, and what was the one that was like VR Chat? Um, Neos VR, yeah, Neos VR. Like, yeah, it seems like those are some of the places that have the the most room to have positive interactions with other people and to do something that's unique. And and like, look, I I, I did have plenty of positive interactions with people in Horizon World. Um, okay. There are a lot of people there who were just like, like you know, like that drunken bar thing with all of the twenty somethings on a Saturday night. Like that was probably actually quite a fun time. It's just you just sort of like you look around for a bit, and then you're like, "What else is there here? Like, is there really anything else to do?" But also, if the people are here and having fun, what else do you need? I guess. Yeah. I think I think the thing is it's because it's a it's a solution to a problem we don't have. Right? It's a the, the, the We almost had it two and a half years ago. Sure, totally. Uh, 
w- how do we socialize them? We can't go outside. Yes. We can't see the people we love. Every time the metaverse comes up in fiction, it's an escape from a dystopian reality, yeah. w- which we're not currently at. Um, you know, arguably. Well, like th- there are parts of reality which is very obviously awful at the moment, but. Yeah, but it's not like acid rain outside and yeah, it, can't breathe the air. And yeah, and it, it, it's not like you know that there there are no like no governments, no anything. It, it's it's completely it's completely you know outlaws everywhere or anything, right? It's 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 just and it and it's not you know it, you know like cameras on every corner, every second of every yeah. day. It is just heading that way. Um, and so, but it's always been an escape. But the thing that we're escaping is a thing that we can still do in some aspects currently. Mm. You know, I can, I can, I can go to a bar and drink a lot. It's not the safest thing in the world, but I can still do it. Yeah. Um. I don't think doing it in VR makes it especially better. Right, but it makes the metaverse it, or drinking, <laughs> a drinking in a bar. But yeah, but I also know that if I do it in a bar, then sorry, I know. I'm sorry, I know if I do it in a bar in the metaverse, there's a lot more guarantees of what I will get when I go there, which I guess can make it safer in a way. That's a good point. That's a good point. You're far less likely to be. I don't know, slipped a drug or... <laughs> well, I'm not going to be like, you know, there is no physical danger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about how you're going to get home. Mm-hmm. If you get the same experience sure. from it, which is just being social. Yeah. It's very strange. It's such a weird concept. It will, it like, I, yeah. I've come out of this with honestly less answers than I expected. And, uh-huh. I, and and I think not because, not because I couldn't answer them, but because they simply can't be answered yet. Right. Okay. That's fascinating. Yeah. I have. I think I have one sort of query that comes to me at the end of this. Mm. Why has everyone jumped down the throat of the metaverse in to put it in a accidentally very gross way? Because you know what I mean. Like no, no one wants to be the last ones there. You don't want to be the one that's launching the twentieth metaverse. Sure. Um, and also, like a lot of the a lot of these tech bros that run these billion dollar companies, they 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 have a you know they get their rocks off creating what they think the future is. You know, a futurist is someone who who wants to shape the future. Mm-hmm. But they're and they've got the money to fucking do it in the worst way they can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um. And look, it's it's the same argument with crypto, right? Like the entire point of crypto and NFTs is you don't want to be the one fucking holding the bag. Right. Someone's always got to be a loser in in those scenarios, which is why they're so dreadful. You know, you can only make profit if someone loses profit. Or loses money. Okay, right. And so they feel the urge, need, and desire to be first so that they are not last, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, so so many will fold over the next two years. So many are going to collapse. 
Yeah. There's just going to be no one there that they're just going to, they're just going to shutter it. Yeah. The only people that are going to be left are the people that were here before all the big companies turned up. I, I, by the sounds of it. I can see Facebook doing it for the long run. Okay. Because they've invested so much. Wow. It's so hard. Like just their, just their, their name. Like, and that's the thing. What they've got against them so much is is the word Facebook, which is maybe true. why Meta is the best idea they could have done to change their name. Mm-hmm. Here's a place where you can be, where it's the second place you could spend all of your time here instead of doing anything else. Yeah. Please spend all of your time here. Yeah. <laughs> and if they can create something the fraction of the size of Facebook on side, inside of Meta... Then yep. they've like they've won something there. Hmm. Fascinating. Well, it's about time to wrap this up, I think. Partially because I've lost uh, I've lost my left hand because my battery died, <laughs> and my headset controller is my headset uh, uh, battery is going to die soon. Um, but this was very silly and very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm and I'm glad you did this sort of uh, experiment with us, Jeremy. That was yeah, great. A, a long time coming. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Are you glad you did it? Yes, yes. I have. I have had plenty of my curiosity um, quenched. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that does that work? Does that work? <laughs> oh, oh! I'm very tall now. Yeah, you are tall. I put my hand in front of my face. <laughs> I'm back now. Um, I think your your curiosity is sated. Hmm. Like it's kind of similar to, yeah. to quench. It's why kind not, of like why the, not I'm quenched? full. I am now full yeah. of of not curiosity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> okay, Jeremy, how are we gonna are we gonna outro the show here in VR or are we gonna outro the show in not VR with VR face? I think not VR with VR face. All right, no worries. So let, let us let us dismount then. I have to I have to take my my ears headset off to do this. Yep. Uh, Just gonna get my my mic settings fixed a little bit so that this less. Look at that red line on your that, head, Jeremy. I know I've got such a red line on my face because because of the way I got my hair tied up, I, it wasn't resting on my face properly. So yeah. I've got mega VR face. <laughs> Jeremy, this is way better than being in rec room. Yep. I would much rather just look at you on Discord. And that's the thing. Like, and I can't believe how how long people are staying in there for. Yeah. Like, so much time in VR. VR is exhausting. You can't, yeah, you, that's a good point. You can't do meetings in VR. Meetings in VR. Drinking in VR. Like, uh, uh, drink, really? Drinking in VR is all right. I've done that. It seems like you're you're invoking... Like, you really need to have... Either quite the, the 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 stomach for it, but it seems like you you're just getting ready for a bad time. Like it, I don't I don't see how that ends properly. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit weird. Oh man, I've got such a red line across my face. That is so silly and funny, and such a such an apt way. I feel like it's such a good way to end the show. It's yeah. like the reality of everything. Yeah. And something else I noticed when we were in there, you know how I got new glasses like four months ago and I was like, ah, oh, I, I think they're scratched already. I was so careful. I'm pretty sure my headset scratched my, my lenses. I'm pretty sure the lenses were, were touching. My glasses, lenses, and the lenses of the VR headset. Oh, I, I had that a bunch on my 
on like I reckon give him a clean and they'll be all right. The 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 glass on the inside is is you reckon? These these ones aren't. These are scratched. My the ones on my head. You reckon? Okay. That's not good. Yeah, no, they've been scratched for months already. And I was oh, like, how did that happen? Right. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Damn. Yeah, it sucks. And then I looked at the ones in there. Although it makes me feel better that like maybe maybe you scratch lenses and not me. But um looking down at these when I was putting it on and the screen was on, I'm like, oh, these are scratched. Kind of in like the same place that wait a second. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, thank you everyone for joining us, whether in audio form. I hope we, I hope that was still uh, entertaining for you in audio form. We, we I did our best for you. And uh, if you did, I, I do recommend just at least jumping into the middle of the video podcast if you get a chance. Like if you're at home, just load it up, have a look, see how silly it is. Um, and jump to the end to see my the, the mark across my head if you want. It's still there. doesn't hurt, but feels like it might if, if, <laughs> if we'd stayed in there for too long. Um but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I, I'm not. I guess I'm not surprised we didn't really come away with any answers. But uh, we 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 defined it, the metaverse. It's a funny conclusion. We defined the metaverse, Pardon? which is a, a defined it. Yes, a space to be. <laughs> uh, 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 like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, next week we're going to be talking about both uh, a dedicated section to The Last of Us Part One. And also Jeremy's time at DreamHack. Uh, so join us there for next week. Um, you can also go back to our previous episodes of podcasts where uh, last week we spoke about Sega, if they were still in the game, or the console game rather, because they are still in the game, game the game's game. Um, and many other episodes are there as well. It, another, for, another VR related uh, sort of story. Uh, another metaverse related story you can go with no ventured a few times but our first rec room uh chat the Fortnite big chungus episode episode 60 something uh that's a, that is just actually a genuinely good episode um and also it is to do with this stuff as well so uh that and our discussion on vr which was episode 109 there's a whole bunch of stuff to related topics for you to peruse uh, if you enjoyed this one uh you can follow us uh individually on the social media platforms. Uh, Jeremy is on Twitter at... Hobie one Jez. And I am also on Twitter at KJ Palmer underscore 24. You can follow the Minimap account under at MinimapAU on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and Instagram. Uh, you can also head to minimap.com.au for everything related to Minimap. Uh, and for those of you that are live with us on Twitch, stick around. We're going to do the post show. We're going to look at some of those arguments that Jeremy recorded. Uh, I meant to get another selfie. We got a selfie mid, mid, mid go, but uh, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do in the pro show. So stick around for that. Uh, for those of you listening on podcast service, or if you're watching the the video, make sure to give us a healthy rating, a positive rating of whatever whatever the the positive rating is on that service. It means a lot to us. It helps us out a lot. Helps the show out a lot. Uh, and consider joining us next week for the live show. You get to see us uh, set up and pack down that that sh- that shenanigans. Um, lastly, if you wanted to support us on Patreon, uh, if you want to help keep the lights and mics on, you can do that by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau, uh, and for $5 Australian, you can ask us questions to answer on the podcast, all while helping us out greatly. So if you've got any Last of Us questions, any questions about what the first stream hack in Australia is like post-COVID, uh, send them our way. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. I'm, I'm tired, but that was fun. I'm glad we met... I don't think I've ever run out my headset from a full charge 
to an empty charge in one sitting before. Yeah, right. So maybe I haven't. I've forgotten. But um, that's a, that's a new milestone for me. So go us. I've uh, I've, I've done it multiple times. <laughs> oh well, oh well. I see then. Um, but yeah, sides from that. We'll see you next week, everybody. Hope you all stay safe. Hope you have a good week. Enjoy the metaverse if you're inspired to try it out because of us, but that's a bit of a weird thing to do. But if you enjoy it, great. And uh, we'll see you next week. (laughs) I got stuck.